Welcome to the Opportunity Collective, a collaborative network of emerging leaders who are creating new opportunities for ourselves, but more importantly, for others. I'm Daniel Eccles, and I'm here to guide you on the path to turning your plan A into a reality. And that's the impact that you feel called to make. And here's the secret sauce in how we make it happen. Collaboration is greater than competition. By working together, we can accomplish far more than we ever could alone. In each episode of the Opportunity Collective, we showcase remarkable leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs. And we start creating opportunities through three questions that we ask them. What are you excited about? How can you help? And how can we help you? So join the Opportunity Collective and start collaborating with other emerging leaders to create opportunities. We've got a hot topic today. It is how do you collaborate if you're a politician? And that's who we're going to be talking to today is Daniel Fogenholy. And he is a member of the Broward County School Board. And he wasn't always thinking he was going to be a politician. He was actually a touring band member. So it's from touring band member to school board member in this episode. And so, yeah, it's really interesting. Just it, Broward County Schools is actually like the sixth largest school district in the United States. I think I got that right. But how do you go and um, drive change and collaborate with other people that don't agree with you and are on the what is usually called the opposite side of whatever it is that you stand for? I would argue that not opposite sides. Everybody wants the same things for these children and the school board, but how are they going to get there when they believe that the route is different? So yeah, it's a really a great time. I really enjoyed Daniel. He just is on a mission. And we talk a little bit about how he has to stay really rooted in order to be on the mission that he is on is really hard to be in politics. Uh, you wouldn't believe the DMs that he gets on his Instagram. It's just really hard things. So make sure that you stick to the end of the episode. Like always, there's going to be opportunities that Daniel is going to be asking for you to help him, especially he is a public servant and he needs help from other people in order to serve the people that he is serving. So Make sure to stick to the end. But until then, here he is. Here's Daniel Fogenholy. Listener, you are joining the second podcast that we had today because you missed the Daniel and Daniel Talk MLS Soccer and Lionel <laughs> Messi podcast that we that we had right before we recorded this one. So make right. sure to check that out, our soccer-specific podcast podcast that we're starting here the double daniel soccer pod that's it man. <laughs> miami takeover yeah there you go but yeah so this might get a little confusing there's two daniels here we'll we'll you know have a different voice for sure so you'll be able to hear the difference but listener i'm excited for you to meet daniel it'll be a lot of fun but daniel go ahead and introduce yourself to listeners tell them a little bit about what you're excited about what you're up to about who you are and what's actually important for them to know about you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Daniel. And thanks for having me on. I am going to try my best not to be boring <laughs> because I feel like, I don't know if you have had any politicians on the show, but my name is Daniel Fogenholy. I'm a Broward County school board member. 
not super exciting of a job. Most kids don't even know what I do. But yeah, so I'm in South Florida. So Broward County, sixth largest school district in the country. New to politics. You know, I I come from a, a pretty interesting background and not traditional for a politician. So most people don't even know about it. I live a top secret life, man. I try to keep it <laughs> hidden as much as possible. But yeah, man, so so now that's that's what I do now. I, I advocate for our schools, for our teachers and the school system down here. So that's what I do right now. Yeah, honestly, does that feel like a naughty word to you, politician? <laughs> if you say it does. It like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel it like does, it, it can be, but it, it's an important role. It's a yeah. service and everything. And I don't know, how do you get excited about being getting into politics? Yeah, and it's it's extremely hard, right? You have such a bad reputation when people find out what you do. First of all, being a school board member, I have never heard someone say congratulations when I got the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Never. The first thing I hear people say, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that, man. It's, <laughs> it's more a crazy apologies. job. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a crazy job. But, you know, for me, I got into it and decided to get into politics because especially where I live, I didn't see a representative giving another option. Mm. I didn't see a, a another person really standing up, especially even younger, to say, I'm standing up for this and I'm, I'm standing up for a different option because everywhere there was nobody being contested where I was living. People Mm. were just walking into the seat. They were getting nominated and and getting elected every single time with nobody running against them. So I said, wait a second, like this, the person that is representing me doesn't believe in anything I believe in. So somebody has to step up to the plate. And I think now today in politics, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing Mm. a lot of people not stepping up to the plate. We're not seeing enough people wanting to run because of the bad reputation politicians have. But really, we more than ever need younger people to say, hey, I'm willing to do it. If I'm willing to to learn, willing to see what I, you know, what I have to do, now's the time to do it because we need more people to just stand up, especially for for me, I'm a man of faith. I believe in the, you know, in the word of God and and I stand by that. That's my that's what I live by. That's my my map, right? I always say there's the two things, the constitution and the word of God. There's two things that I have beside me. So most people don't have that. They don't have that roadmap. They're doing things the way they want to, and they're pushing all types of stuff on us. And, you know, we need more people to stand up and stand up for what we believe in. Well, I mean, you mentioned that, yeah, it's a top secret what you were doing before and everything, but I'm going to ask anyway, how do you get that confidence to be yeah. like, I don't see people representing me and yeah. my beliefs and, and the people that I know in my school district what made you think that you could do this? Well, I mean, listen, it was, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to start preaching here. I'm going to give my dad's side, okay, there dad, we go. dad's side out about it. But, but when I came out from it, I came from a music background, right? I know you have had Tiago on the show before. Uh-huh. That is my brother. And we were in a band together. We were touring. This was totally opposite of what I'm doing right now. Totally opposite, man. And but for me to get into politics, I remember I felt a call in my life to do it. And, you know, for me, it was, I, I don't want to say the word is fear. Because it, mm. it, it wasn't fear. I, I never felt scared of anything. I only fear God, right? Like, I, I keep pushing that. But it was feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. It was a place that was outside of my comfort zone. And God was constantly speaking to me, man. And it was something me and my wife, we would pray about it. And God was constantly telling me, just step into the room. I'm not asking you to be qualified. I'm asking you to step into the room and be obedient and just walk into where I'm calling you and I'll take care of the rest. And Daniel, I kid you not, it was 
from November, it was November of 2021, I decided I want to get into politics. I registered to run for Florida State House. And you can see it back there. That was the first <laughs> that I ever made. And I said, I'm going to do it. And then from there, things just started. If I tell you God pushed me and threw me in there, it was in May of the next year, Governor DeSantis had appointed me to the Broward County School Board. And mm. I served that term for a couple months. I did everything I could, best job I could. And then come again, November, he appointed me again. It was available again for a different district for two years. I was appointed again. And even then I was appointed again the third time to the MSD Safety Commission in the state of Florida. So mm, wow. that's three times in one year that I was appointed to a position. And again, I'm, I don't feel qualified, right? Mm. But hey, God qualifies the call that, you know, he's not calling on the qualified. So, you know, for me, it's just stepping in the room and I still continue to live by that, man. Yeah. Well, what are some things that maybe you had experiences in the past that you're like, oh, actually, this is this is kind of similar. And I would never have expected this to have been helpful being a touring wow. musician to now being in school board and politics. It's so it's it's funny you ask that, man, because it's throughout my whole life. I always ask. And I think everybody goes through it. Right. You're like, dude, why am I going through this right now? Uh -huh. Like, what what is what is going on? Now, God, like you're throwing this at me right now. Like, I don't know what I'm going through. I, I don't understand. It honestly feels like Slumdog Millionaire. You ever watch that movie? I actually haven't. No. And what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, so, so when you see that your life is built, and this is how the movie had a premise. It's like your life led up to a moment that everything matches up. Everything that you, mm. were you went through and everything you were going through was for a moment. And I always tell people, there's no better feeling than when you're in the will of God, man. When you're right where you're supposed to be at the time that you're supposed to be there, it was built for that moment. So for me, everybody always says that. They're like, man, you're, you're such a good public speaker. And I'm like, I, I don't see it. Huh. But being on stage doing music in front of mm -hmm. random strangers every night made it comfortable. You know, understanding how to talk to people. I, I got that from music. And not only that, the biggest thing I got from it was, your moment that you're shining can disappear really quick. So don't act like a celebrity and you're better than anybody because you're not. Yeah. No, no, that's the one thing I got from music. You were shining, everybody loved you, and then all of a sudden you're gone. And so now the biggest compliment I get is that I treat everybody the same, that mm. I'm staying after every single meeting. I'm the last person to leave at, you know, parent-teacher meetings. I, I, I'm no bigger than anybody else. So I believe all those things that God placed in my life before prepared me for this moment. And you may not know that in the moment. I didn't know that back then, oh. but now, you know, I just felt like it was a build up till now. I've been, been funny to have asked you, like, you know, 10 years ago, hey, you, you want to get into politics? <laughs> and stuff. Like, like, no, no way. No, there's no way like I'd man. ever do that. that, that that's not me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, being in a, a position of public service, you're, you're helping people, you're, you're focused on being a, a servant to others. But what are some ways, I mean, there are so many things to be passionate about, but what are some of the ways that you particularly just have a heart for helping the, the people within in your school district? Yeah, man, I think it's, for me, when I was initially approached to serve on the school board, like I said, I was running for a state house. And to have the opportunity to serve on a school board, 
it it flipped my life upside down because I wasn't expecting to get what I got from it. And it, it filled me with purpose. It filled me with a mission. When now when I go to playgrounds, I always joke around with my wife. I'm like, man, I see every single child. I'm like, that's what I'm fighting for. It's not only my children, right? We, we always do that as parents to say, you know, I'm fighting for my kids. I'm building the legacy for my kids. I'm building their future. But man, now I go to bat for over 250,000 of them, you know, in Broward County, 250,000 kids that wow, I can wake yeah. up and say, this is why I do it, right? To see your child's success, to know that every child is getting the same opportunity as the next one mm. to be successful, that we're investing as much as possible to say, it doesn't matter where you come from, where your area code, what you look like. I want to give you the same opportunity, the same love for you to succeed and be something great, mm. you know, and, and you see it, man. You see a lot of things that our kids are going through now. They need that. They, they need the love. They need the, the inspiration. They need that voice to say, I believe in you and, and you can do great things. Um, for me, I, I was the first. So I'm the first Brazilian American to be appointed in the state of Florida. First Brazilian to serve on our school board. First kid that graduated from an alternative school in Broward County to serve on the school board. So what that means was I was terrible in school. Always getting in trouble. Never, my grades were slipping. I was just a bad kid. And most people would give up on a kid like me. Mm. And for me now in this position to be in this seat, to be over education over the sixth largest school district in the country. I tell all those kids to say, it's not too late. Like anything can happen, man. And if with faith and hard work, you can get there, you know, and to speak to the high school where I graduated from was, was one of the best things that I've done, man. And it felt so good because I literally had a speech written out and I threw it to the side and I said, I can't do that to you all. And I spoke to the, to those kids. Like I was speaking to myself. And I said, when I say we, I mean, it's us. Like, oh. it's not just you. I'm no better than anybody else. I just had an opportunity to be here. And you see their eyes light up because, man, like, you're just like us. Like, I can do this. If you can do it, I can do it. You know, and for me, you, you hear that all the time. You hear from, you know, NFL players or musicians. You could do it, too. Put your mind to it. But I really came from it, man. Like, I, I was... <laughs> I was, you know, that place. So now I see it as purpose just to give that voice. I'm starting a scholarship this year to help kids in that situation, you know, to really start giving kids a fast track. But the purpose that's in this is awesome, man. Yeah, I think that that's really cool too. I mean, opportunity, it'd be easy to like say, oh man, I'm so skilled. I've got all these different things. I, yeah. I'm talented and, and you can do it too. But that's just not it's not going to work <laughs> as yeah. well for, yeah. for inspiration and stuff. It's, it's about collaboration more Correct. than it is about an individual's abilities and their hustle and just coming together and believing in one another and stuff. But right. collaboration and, and politics, those two words don't really go together, especially right now, these days. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of collaborating happening. How do Correct. you see opportunities to collaborate happening as a politician and in your position? Yeah, I think it's, like you said, you don't see it too much of it these days, especially from opposing parties or people that have different views on things. Um, 
But again, it goes back to what I was saying. To show a different type of leadership, we need different type of leaders, right? Mm -hmm. You need to have different people to step up to say, I'm going to do something different. And, you know, I don't hide it. I'm a conservative, right? You know, that this is where it is. The governor appointed me so people know right off the bat, this guy, he's a Republican. Yeah. Watch out. So yeah. for me, we live in a Democrat county. So it becomes one of those things that it's like, okay, cool. I can come in here and act like I don't care and just do what I want. But I believe that I love, my favorite thing to do is to prove people wrong, always. I will show up to any club, any organization, any place, and I will show you what it looks like to lead with compassion, with love, and to understand that, hey, just because I have views different than yours doesn't mean I care less. Yeah. I don't. You know, and when you show people, like, and you hear people say that, like, listen, man, you might be the first Republican I'll vote for. This is crazy. You know, like, it's cool because you're, I'm right here with you. Like, I'm not not higher than anybody else i'm right here and to collaborate with different politicians like different people that would never expect to work with me my representatives are all from the opposing party from the opposite party but we all have the same end goal we yeah. want the best opportunity for our children we want our kids to succeed it should be a nonpartisan issue it shouldn't yeah. be republican or democrat to see kids have the best education a safe school and just work together to make the best thing possible. But right now we're stuck in these culture wars that everybody wants to fight and we're not getting any progress. Yeah. Yeah. So collaboration uh, is important, man. What do you have an example of a time that you surprised somebody? Oh my somebody gosh. Wrong? Yeah. I, I'm Jeez curious. Louise. Yeah. I, you know, for me, it's, you know, I've showed up to different clubs that I'm not supposed to be at. Nobody would step foot in. And when I say clubs, I mean like the, Social clubs, not like a nightclub, like that. <laughs> down there, <laughs> those Miami. Days, those days are behind me. Yeah, you know I mean, like, but no, just just being in different organizations, man. People would say, like, never thought you would show up here. Like, I never thought you would actually come speak to us. And I'm like, no, man. Like, this is this is fine. Where people are, I want to be. Like, where would I work for you? You know. So it's always been that opportunity. But for me, it's with that with children right just showing up they make fun of me at uh, sometimes because i'm on twitter and instagram you know when it comes to different things and i follow my schools some teachers will post an event and this has happened multiple times they post an event and they say hey we're doing this at our school and i'll show up and they're like what are you doing here like you're a school board member you're not supposed to be here like this is not what you do and i'm like well you posted it you invited us i'm here you know, I'm here to support, man. I want to see a locker room unveiling. I want to see, you know, introduce the basketball team. Like this is something, it's like a pep rally, but I'll show up. You start to show people a different side of what we do. Mm. They're so used to, and especially when it comes, again, like politics, people are so used to what, what they've seen for the last 20 years, 15 years, 30 years, 50 years of politicians being a certain way of our leaders being a certain way. If you can change that, man, you can change you can change everything. Yeah. Because and people will get behind you. It doesn't matter about political party, but show them that you care, show them compassion, man, and it's happened every single time. Like I think I just make it a mission. Just try to show up and it may it may start off a little rocky. People will treat you a certain way, but you just got to look past it and keep, you know, keep loving on people. You got to earn the trust. You you, you got to be there and earn the trust. I mean, 
that's the that's the whole model right there to creating opportunities and to actually yeah. collaborating instead of competing. What you're doing is you're going to things that people are excited about and you're, you're yeah. learning about them and you're showing up and saying that what you're excited about that matters and you matter and I'm going to be here and I'm going to get excited about the things that you're excited about. And then right. how can I help? Like I I'm here I'm hearing about what you're excited about and I've got some skills and abilities and some things that God has gifted me with. How can I help you with the things that you care about and are a little bit worried about too with with your students or whatever area it is that you're there. Uh, yeah. But it also comes down to you asking them back. I mean, how can I need some help too in order to yeah. <laughs> to get this? Like how like can you help me understand something different can you help me with some of your abilities in order to to get people alongside so that we can can make a difference and and that's where opportunity is going to happen for Correct. your your district for your students for the teachers for everybody involved is, is when you're actually showing up and meeting together instead of what is just competition between two parties of who's going to be in control so that's the model right. it works at that high level of politics, it's probably yeah. harder to implement at that level. But that's the goal too, just on an individual basis for people that feel led or called to something and are passionate and excited about what it is that they're doing and that we're trying to do on the Opportunity Collective. So I just wanted to make that connection. I, I think that that's a, a, a great example of yeah. uh, just that the truth that collaboration is, is greater than competition any day. Big time, no matter what. So, and Big that's time. just it's funny though. Like, what misconceptions do you think when you show up in those rooms? Do you think people have about what you do or who you are? Oh yeah, like if it, like you said, as soon as you say the word politician or school board member, especially in our county, they're like, yeah, you're corrupt. This guy's <laughs> corrupt, man. You're you're robbing, you're stealing. And I always tell people joking around and I was like, if I'm corrupt, I'm doing it wrong, man, because I swear <laughs> the money's not there. Like it's I'm doing something wrong. But you, like I said, you want to you want to just prove people wrong, man. You yeah. really want to to set an example and, and just show the love, man. Just show people love, compassion, right? Truly care. You know, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy doing that. But that I think that's the misperception is what people are used to for year after year seeing. And they, they see what they're known, like what we're known as, that's what it is. But like I said, different leadership takes different leaders, different people to step up to make a, you know, make a change. It, it's easy to see that misconception happening for you. But I mean, anybody that is trying to, to do something that they're passionate about has this idea, they're trying to build a business, they're trying to get right. their art out there or anything like that. People just aren't going to understand you and they're going to have misconceptions about it. It's probably Correct. really hard for you if you don't have your identity rooted in, in truth and in who you actually are. If right. you were going off of what everybody else, you know, misconceptions and thinks about you, you step into the room, you have to be really sure about mm -hmm. truth and reality of who you are and who created you and and who and how God created you to be. So how right. do you how do you get that that rootedness? Like what are some some ways that you can stay on mission 
Um, and remember that when there's just going to be, I mean, there's comments. I, I was going on your Instagram. I was, mm-hmm. I was snooping and stuff. People comment, <laughs> comment things and stuff. Yeah, and, all day. Uh, that's hard. Day. That's hard. Oh yeah. Uh, Let me show you yeah, the DMs. So, It'll blow your mind. Oh gosh. No, 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 that <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to <laughs> see this. Yeah, you see that, you see the ugly side of people, man. You really like, you really uh, do. And, and I always say it, I, I say, even with, you know, for us as, as politicians in our position, we get the angriest people. We get the most pressure, the most coverage of when it comes to it. Anything I say is on Twitter immediately. Anything I do is in the, in the paper the next day. I remember as a kid, I used to like dream of having my name in the paper as a football player. Now it's like I see it every week and I'm just like, enough. Like I'm, I'm good. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, so it's tough, but like, you know, going back to one of the things you said, how do you stay rooted, right? Like, how do you stay, you know, focused on the mission? And like I said, God kept calling me to say, step into the room, right? Step in. And till this day, every single time, whether I'm in my car, whether I'm walking into a meeting, somebody's coming into my meeting, I'm going into a conference, whatever the case is, I always pray the same prayer before. And I say, God, in this moment, when I step into this room, don't let them see me. Let them see you. Mm-hmm. When I shake somebody's hand, don't let them feel me. Let them feel you and see that your presence is something different. So when you hear people say that, say, there's something different about you. There, there's something you know, off. I know what it is. You know, And my mom used to tell me all the time, people will tell you all day that you have a charisma. Like, understand that it's the presence of God. Like, that's the anointing that people are going to try to say that is charisma. Don't get fooled by that. Mm-hmm. It's nothing mm-hmm. you're doing. You know, so don't. So for me, I always try to stay rooted and just remember that, right? Like, remember where you came from. Remember that what got me here wasn't me. It wasn't my, my own thing, you know? And I always try to tell people, I have multiple people on, when I say my team, it's just a bunch of pastors that are like keeping me grounded every single time. And we sit and talk and they say, don't forget what got you here. Like, you know, I know you, you speak and you're on stage and you feel it. Oh man, the applause feels good. That people love the way you speak or your personality, but don't forget that God is the one that threw you in that room. Don't forget that that's what got you here because your personality can get you right out. So I always say, hey, I'm going to stay true to my faith, what I believe in, who God has you know, built me to be because God got me here. He's the one that can take me away. And as simple as that. Yeah. 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 It's not you. <laughs> it's yeah, not you and that's Correct. that's a good mom to to remind you that it'd be easy as a mom to just be like oh yeah, you're man. the best daniel <laughs> right now she she puts me in check all the time i love it that's great well something we're doing this for the opportunity collective we want to make sure that people are getting opportunities from this and the way that we do that is asking well what are some ways that you would be willing to help people that are are doing similar things they're they're entrepreneurs they're creatives mm-hmm. they are emerging leaders and they are are pursuing their callings they're pursuing the things that god has put on their heart to make yeah. an impact and stuff and and what i want to do is help encourage and stir one another up towards love and good works awesome. and so what are some skills giftings things that you can help the opportunity collective with and, and present as a as a gift to members yeah, I mean, now for me personally, right, to be a resource, I would love to be a resource, right? For anybody that, that says, hey, I would see a future in politics, or I feel I'm being called to that direction, or 
would like some more advice of when it comes to that, I'd be more than happy to help. Mm. And, and be any way I can collaborate, I'd love to. I've been blessed with people to pour into my life and be as a resource to me. It, you know, so I would love to do that you know, for anybody else. And as a collaborative thing, and if I have to say this, opportunity, there's a lot of opportunity in schools. A lot. Whatever business you're doing, and I think that we always ignore this, but if I say this, man, kids need help. Our schools need love. I've talked to even my, like I said, my brother about it, right? Like he's an artist. And I'm like, dude, you know how many murals that these schools need? Like, do you know how many murals that you can get probably resources and people to help you out to do it? But if you show up to do it, people, kids would see your art every single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Businesses. You're talking about people want to start businesses. There's a, it's a good starting point to become a vendor with our school district and start getting work. But just opportunity right there is a lot of it. People ignore it. Mm-hmm. They don't see it. And there's a lot of money in that. There's a lot of opportunity and growth and a lot of kids that you can really impact in our schools. Like they go to school every single day. You know what I mean? So even to come in there, whatever type of business you're trying to launch, whatever you're trying to do, there's a lot of opportunity. And of course, us, Broward is the sixth largest in the country, like oh, yeah. <laughs> 200, 250,000 plus kids. We have 34,000 plus employees. We're the biggest employer in Broward County. Our budget alone is $5 billion. So <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity, man. So I think like uh, even, Daniel, think about it like this, man. You have just you doing a podcast, right? We have different classes that teach kids how to launch their own podcast, how to do that stuff, but they need help. There's a lot of after school programs that kids would want to do it, but they don't have anybody to teach them how to. A lot of talent, Mm. right? I even said it from Broward. We have so much talent that comes out of our district. I want to start our own record label. I want to start giving kids opportunity to get writing credits while they're in school, while releasing music, like having record deals that we can help them get. We can overlook their contracts. We can do all this stuff to just give opportunity, you know? So I think that like I said, to be a resource, to be out there, don't just think traditional routes. I think school routes is one nobody would ever think of. Like really nobody's thinking firsthand to see how can I get in schools, but man, kids need help. Our schools need help more than ever. And it's the future generation. So that's really good advice. Like I, you don't think about that. You think, okay, schools, I need to be a teacher. <laughs> and and it, it leaves out a lot of, of opportunities and stuff that are, that are there. But I don't know, it's got me curious too about reaching out and, and seeing how would somebody go about that though? If they, <laughs> if they hear that, how would yeah. they reach out to the schools? Cause there, there feels like, especially now just with safety involved and everything, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, almost like a, a barrier there and like a nervousness, like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to like go reach out. I don't know how to go about that without like, I'm being creepy or something like that. Like how would somebody go about doing that? Of course. So I think with, you know, for Broward, it's easy for me to say, oh, just reach out to a school board member, but it's not going to work out that easy. It's going to be really difficult. But even just meeting somebody at a school, right? If you, if you go to, if you were to call a school and and find out and say, hey, you know, I wanted to know whatever, let's say if it's a podcast, like we were talking about, right? Yeah. Let's say you wanted to start coaching younger kids to, to launch their own podcast or be part of it, right? If they did, you know, let's say Opportunity Collective Junior, right? And you did one for like younger kids that you could start coaching kids and understanding. You never know what these kids want to talk about, but you're able to do that. And the school would say, okay, if it's all, you know, they'll get you cleared. Of course, background checks, make sure you're not crazy. 
Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and then, hey, man, they would probably do like an after school program. Like they would possibly do mm. something that they can collaborate, you, you know, with you and see how, you know, they can do something to help kids. Even video games. I said video games. We started pushing that esports. It gives kids opportunity. It gave them a safe place. And these clubs are booming at every single school. Like the these kids love it and they feel like they're belonging somewhere. They're finding their safe, you know, safe place that's allowing them to be themselves, have friends, grow, and and just be comfortable. So I think the sky's the limit, man. There's just so much. But I would say the first step is to get in touch with your local school. You know, call and say, How can I get involved? We have organizations here that do soccer camps. They do like soccer camps, they do it, they started doing summer camps. And they said, okay, we need something for our kids to do during the summer. You can come here and use our facilities, set up the pitches. They went, they started off like that. And then all of a sudden they're building soccer pitches in all the schools. Like oh, there, cool. there's different things you can do. But if you start thinking differently outside of the box, instead of traditional ways of doing it, you know, you can do it. But like I said, I would start off with the principal or start off with the school to, to get in there. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's really helpful. And that's such a creative and, and fun idea to think mm-hmm. about that. I don't think anybody listening would have, have thought yeah. before. I, mean, and I don't know if there are, are many listeners. I know I've got some in Florida. I, I know a pretty decent amount over in Florida, but I don't know if any are in Broward. But how would somebody that is a member of the Opportunity Collective be able to help you? Pray for me. That's number one. I need that, man. But yeah, I think, listen, just connecting. I think just having more support, even if it's a small thing. I think, of course, any politician hears the point that they would say, you know, if you could log on and just donate to my campaign, I'm not going to do that but because uh, <laughs> I'm not running for anything yet. But, you know, once that day comes, yes. But, you know, just being part of it, being part of that community, right? I always say that the day we live in today, whether it be music, a podcast, art, just having a simple network of getting on there and every time you post something, I'm going to support you. Like every mm. time you post something, I'll like it, comment, man, share it. Like I always say that there's power in that. It's something yeah. so simple. And I'm like, do you understand just a like, a comment and a share goes a long way for a lot of these businesses and a lot of us. So especially as creatives, as music, like I remember I used to put out stuff and I'm like, guys, like it's one day it's going to be on your story. Like hook me up, like help me out. You know, so it's just simple things like that, man. I think it's, you know, you, you want more support, you want more networking, just having, you know, it goes a long way of just people supporting and just being part of it, man. But I I love connecting with more people, seeing people do different things and, and just empower them. Right. Like I, I do it constantly. I have one of our guys that work for us. It was funny because he works security in our our buildings. So they walk us to our cars, they walk us to our office, all this stuff. And I was like, man, like, what do you like do? Like, what do you do? I know you like, you do security, but what do you do? And then he was like, man, I'm in the sneaker game, man. You know, <laughs> I'm a sneaker head. I collect sneakers. I got a store. I do this. And I'm like, man, I never knew. And I'm like, let me know, man. Hey, give me some of the Travis Scott's. I need those size nine, you know, hook me up. But, you know, for you see that people have different things, but like, how can I help? Right. Yeah. Just start asking and start pouring into people to say, how can I help? Because people would never guess you, you care. But for me, I just think it's so cool that people have these different things, but they keep it to themselves. Like, no, we got to share it, man. Like share it out with the world and whichever way I can help, I'd love to. 
Well, you you got another hype man over here. I'll I'll be <laughs> on your Instagram uh, hyping you up. <laughs> there, there you go. Any, anytime. So, and you know what? Oh. Like, it just gets a lot more fun when you're doing that. Like Instagram yeah. and stuff. When you start having a community of people that are just all you know that they're all excited about what they're posting and putting out there and yeah, just commenting and sharing and supporting and hyping them up. Like it's yeah. way more fun than just scrolling through and liking pictures of people's puppies. As Correct. Good as that is. <laughs> like, Correct. Correct. Yeah. You like to do it, man. It's, it's hard. Like, especially with the, the person that's watching this or listening, right. You have a new business or a new song you put out or a new something you're trying to get out there. It's Tyler, the creator had an interview one time and then he says, I don't understand how people can put out a song and you promote it two times and that's it. How? He was like, I'm blowing it up everywhere. Every chance I get as many times. But I remember as a musician, you're self-conscious because you don't want to be annoying. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be, oversaturating your your instagram right you don't want to be bugging people or asking people for things listen to be a politician the hardest thing that i've gotten is to ask for money it's the worst thing ever uh-huh. it is the worst thing and i'm like i'm not doing it still not doing it i'm terrible i'm i don't like asking people for money but you cannot do it without doing it so yeah. it's even that you have to push your your art and not be scared of it but at the same time it we a lot of people can easily second guess themselves because it's it's you feel like you're annoying people. You're like sort of, you know, pushing it out there. So mm-hmm. just like you said, that having that community of saying, man, no, do it. Like, we'll do it for you. We'll help, you know, just as long as it's not whack. But you know, well, <laughs> just as long as it's not whack. Yeah, that's right. Just, come on, man. You got to. Well, no, there's a difference between promoting you and promoting the stuff that, you, that you're gifted with and that is your mission. And, huge, yeah. and the purpose. And I think people can really tell a difference between that too. But I think a lot of people that are the most worried about coming across like they're just promoting themselves, so they're not wanting to share, yeah. they're not sharing enough. If you're that worried about it, then don't worry. You're not the person that's self-promoting yourself. Yeah, correct. You need to be promoting the things that you're excited about and you feel called to, and that will make a difference in the world because people need that. And people just aren't going to notice. Like I've been doing the podcast for two years and I could run into somebody that has known me for for that long and they still wouldn't know what the (laughs) podcast about. What are you up to? You do a podcast? (laughs) That's that's crazy, man. On my Instagram for the other, and they wouldn't know that because the algorithm, correct, <laughs> correct. Won't show them. Hey, exactly, man. And interacting, and you know it. Like if you don't post every single day, if you don't see stuff, things will be hidden. You know, I've always think about that all the time, and I'm like, man, what's my friend up to, man? Like I haven't seen them. All. And I'm like, they've been posting, and I haven't seen none of these. Like none of these posts, uh-huh. and oh, yeah. yeah, it's terrible, man. It's it the is worst. Oh, it's bad. So. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I better I better wrap this up here. We're gonna we're gonna keep going, and then and then it's gonna be part two of our other podcast. That's right. <laughs> that the soccer that podcast. In. We'll do it again. It's yeah. Up. There you go. It'll be fun. Well, I thank you, Daniel. I I really appreciate this. Thanks for offering your time, especially like school's just starting down there this next week. This is the busy season for you, and That's so right. uh, I, I really appreciate that. But. 
Uh, and listener, we appreciate you. Hey, get in contact with Daniel. I hope that he's inspired you to do some of these ideas and get involved within your, your school district. We, we know that, that you're gifted and that God's given you a lot of really great things to impact the world. But our students have those same gifts, too. Uh, we're all created to create. And it, so get out there and inspire some of your students and, and give back to your community. Right. I think that that would be a beautiful thing if we see some opportunity collective members doing that. And yeah, keep tabs and hype one another up and we'll continue to create opportunities for ourselves, but more importantly for other people. See you next time. Thank you, man. Wow, I just love it. I love getting to talk to people that are doing amazing things, serving their communities, and just have an impact that they're trying to make. And I know that that's something that you're doing as well. You feel called, you have a sense of purpose, you are on a mission, and I want to help you get to wherever it is that you are trying to get. How to live a purposeful life you feel led to live. Well, one of the ways that we do that is there's something that I'm calling the collab. And this is an opportunity for members of the Opportunity Collective like you to get together and kind of do the podcast yourself. Collaborate in real time. You'll be paired with another member of the collab of the Opportunity Collective. And you'll get to ask them, what is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you are working on? Is there any way that I can help? Here are the things that I am good at. Here are the things that I am able to assist you with. Oh, and here are some of the things that I might need help with as I am working on my own passion projects myself. And that might be a little intimidating. <laughs> it might be hard for you to imagine talking to a stranger in that way. Well, it's not the case. Don't worry. I am preparing before we do the collab and open it up to the entire collective. I'm preparing some easy instructions and some tips, tricks, and, and ways that you can get the most out of this experience so you don't have to be anxious at all about joining the collab when it is available. And the only way to know when the collab is happening is by being on the email list. And you can be there anytime if you just follow the link in the show notes and you can hop on that email list. You'll get updates for when the collab is happening, updates on how to be most effective when you join the collab and you'll also hear just so many other updates on the podcast and good resources for how to create opportunities and collaborate with other emerging leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs like yourself. So join us at the collab and we'll see you there.